0: That we're good at something, um, when we don't hear other people, uh, when someone else doesn't speak, to or we don't allow them, we convince ourselves that we are good neighbors, great parents, uh, great spouses, excellent employees without putting the work in, uh, and did you know the little clink, on, the little, little, uh, link on there? Press here for singing lessons, right? And so you saw that. Did you see that? No? Alright, and so, so without that, how many times have we seen a coworker be let go because they were convinced that they were the best employee, but uh, they didn't heed the evaluations. You know, the, the HR and the boss kept saying, you need to change your ways. Haven't you seen that? How, how many times, unfortunately, we've seen a marriage disintegrate because one of the spouses felt they were giving uh, above and beyond and their spouse was deceived uh, when they weren't there the whole time. And so the book of Proverbs just says to us, hey, don't be deceived. Of course, Proverbs three five says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding." You see, each of us have wired in us the the ability, sadly, to be self-deceived, to think that I don't need anyone else. It's just me and Jesus, uh, or me and God, or you know what? I just have a couple close people. I don't really need anyone else's voices. And the reality is, you need to listen to some other people. And so that's the title. of This is listen up. We get caught up in our own self-deception. Come on, right? And so, so what do we to do? Well, we don't again. Don't open your life up to everybody. But I want to talk through what Solomon is saying this morning, that um, we we naturally think we have a wise and understanding heart. And, and, and it's not always a bad thing, but if we don't have other voices, we don't hear the Word of God, we don't listen to those close to us, we can get in trouble, right? And you don't want to be the people in American Idol at work, right? In your neighborhood, in your family. Uh, and so I want to just use this tack. So here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready to see if you're really listening? Okay, not just to me, but listen to what God is saying. And so, Lord, in Jesus' name, I humble myself. I'm just your servant. I pray your spirit would be with us and that, Lord, that you would speak life into us and you would speak your word and we would listen to you. We'd listen to those you put in our lives to help us so that we are not self-deceived because the devil would love for us to be self-deceived, to cause ourselves more trouble, even to go down the wrong path. So, Lord, help us today with your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I'm just going to kind of use kind of a semi-facetious tact of um, how can I be a fool without in regarding to listening? So I think that's on your notes. How can I be a fool regarding to listening? And so I'm just going to use that tact just for questions to ask us. And so the first thing is, if you want to be a fool in regarding to listening, the first thing you want to do is, uh, number one is you you don't listen to anyone but yourself. If you want to be a fool in the in the regards of listening and life and not going forward, you, this I'm, again, I'm not telling you what this is the right thing to do, but I'm saying if you want to be a fool, if you think that you're the only wise person in the world, if you think your voice is the only voice that matters, which your voice does matter, but if you want to be deceived, then don't listen to anyone but yourself. And so the problem is this, letter A, is very few people admit to not being wise. Right? I mean, many, some of you are very humble, I'm not wise at all on that. And some of you go the opposite way of self-degrading. But some of us, are, you know, I'm, I'm pretty wise and, you know, and, and reality is the older you get, typically the wiser you should get. Typically. Right? Okay, and so, but the problem is, here I love this, uh, Professor uh, Tremper Longman says, "Only the wise are willing to admit to mistakes, change behavior, and improve their lives." In other words, if you keep running into the same wall and you keep having problems at work or, or in relationships or in marriage or church, and it's the kind of the same thing, and you're not listening to somebody, think, "Well, I'm doing the right things." Can I just be honest with you? We all, I fail. We're not listening to somebody we're not in this area in our lives we need wisdom we need someone to speak to us come on right but if you don't if you think you're fine and everyone else is wrong then you can continue to think I don't need to hear other people Um, and and so we think our own assessment of a given situation is the best one and sometimes it is but sometimes it's not come on every every, please no offense I was a teenager once. every teenager thinks they're smarter than mom and dad right Come on, I was there, you know my mom and dad, they don't know anything. And then as I got out on my own, like, "Wow, my mom and dad are really wise, And they really knew a lot, and boy, I was pretty foolish to think that, right? Um, every employer, every employee thinks that they are they are they are wiser than the CEO. come on, right? Come on, how many at work, at the, at lunch, or you know the little group chat that the boss doesn't see on your phone, or um, you guys, you're and you think, man, the CEO or the mayor, they're dumb, and and sometimes that is the case, but the reality is they're up there and you're not, because there's a reason. Maybe they are wiser than you. Just saying. That's all. That's all. I'm just saying that. But but very few people want to admit to say, you know what? I'm not that wise in everything, I, and I I need to learn this. And so this is really a, 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 that every one of us. Come on, we can have a warped reality in certain areas of life. Come on, it's true. We all do. I don't care who you are. I I, I can have a warped reality. And Proverbs calls us say, you know, listen to the word of wisdom. Listen to God. Listen to this. Listen to other people. Listen to the preacher sometimes. Um, and it says it says children, kids. Again, no offense, but I mean, when I was a teenager, and, and kids, don't try this at home. Um, before they, it was a law to wear seatbelts, and, and some of the cars just had what lap belts. Some of you remember the lap belts? Terrible, dangerous. And they started, they finally started doing, the, you know, the cross shoulder ones. And, I, and this is wrong, and I and I repent for doing it. But sometimes we would drive very fast in our cars without our, our lap belt And we thought it was funny and cool. And our mom and dad said, don't drive like fools. Like, oh, mom and dad, you you don't know what you're talking about, you know. And thank God that I didn't die or some of my friends didn't know, But we did have some people, some friends that got into bad car accidents. But we thought we knew wiser than mom and dad. And so sometimes you don't know everything. You know, well, I got fine. I was fine. I, I escaped five car wrecks this week. I'm fine. Maybe the sixth one's not gonna be so well for you. And so in our lives, we get this mindset that I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm just, just I'm barely surviving. God doesn't want you to barely survive. He wants you to thrive. Come on, amen. And so you need to realize sometimes you and I aren't wise. So Proverbs calls children, listen to your parents and accept their loving correction at times. Listen to their wisdom. Yes, they don't know everything about everything, but they know a lot about a lot of stuff. And yes, they're still mom and dad. Come on, amen. And so... Uh, it talks about in the Bible, I'm not going to go there, it talks about that if you work for someone, you need to obey your boss. You need to work hard for them. Come on, amen. I, I won't read this, but you can just write this down for later. Hebrews 13, 7. Hebrews 13, 17 talks about considering the leaders that God has sent in your church. Listen to them, because God calls you to listen. Young people, okay? Maybe young, maybe you're under 50, okay? You and I, we need to respect and listen to those who are older than us. Because, yes, they have some wisdom. They have some... stuff. Well, back in the 40s, they didn't have the internet, but you know, something was better sometime back in the 40s at times, right? We need to listen to them. They've learned. They've gone through some stuff that you and I, we may not even grasp, right? I talked to my mom and dad about the depression years, my mom going through war in Korea. I mean, just things that I have not even grasped. I can't even grasp. It's like, pfft. I mean, I just go to the grocery store and buy whatever I want anytime, right? And Right? So we need to listen to them because they have wisdom. It's a good word. All right. Amen. So if if you want to continue and be foolish, um, the, the next part is just so so the problem is is that we very few people admit to to being wise. And then secondly, listening requires a posture of humility. Say humility. humility. Humility is this is is I don't have all the answers. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm messing this up in, in my life. I, I need to hear someone. And I know in America, at least if you come to America, Americans are, we're tough, we're rugged individualists. This is how we, we broke free of that evil colony. You know, King George and his group over there in England, we love our English cousins, but don't mess with us anymore, right? That's Some of you lived in a former English colony, right? We're free, right? Those crazy British people don't tell us what to do anymore, Right? And so what happens is we have this mindset that, you know, we don't need anyone. Look what we've done. Look what we've built. We've sent men to the moon. We created the Internet. I mean, look what we did. We we created Teflon. Pretty awesome, right? And so we think, man, look at us. We're great. We're great people. We don't... We're, we're Americans, right? Or I live in America. And so the problem with that is that goes over into many other aspects of our lives, spiritually, relationally, socially, emotionally. And so when you have a problem, you're like, I don't I don't need anyone. I'm an American. I live in America, right? Come on. And so we are prideful and don't naturally admit I'm right, I'm reading this to you so I get it right. We are prideful and don't naturally submit ourselves to the advice of others, especially if their advice doesn't match up to what we think. Come on. We are prideful And we don't want outside sources speaking to us, specifically if it doesn't match up to what we want to hear. Come on, it's true, right? And so if you want to continue being a fool, then just keep believing that, because that's going to lead you down to the bad place. We see our sinful reaction is that we think we know the best in every situation. And sometimes you might, but sometimes you don't. You see, wisdom is the humility to recognize that you don't know everything, and you need help. You need to talk to someone. You need to call someone. You need to ask for prayer. You need to meet with someone. Uh, if you need to go to a counselor. I mean, that, none of us like that. We're, you know, that's, uh, it's like, oh, if they find out that I went to a counselor. But if you have needs, you know, I don't want to talk to the pastor. I don't want to talk to my brother and sister, Lord, because then they'll realize I'm weak. We're all weak. We are a family. Come on, amen? And so we need that. So if you want to be a fool, then don't listen to anyone but yourself. And I love this. Uh, the, the the second part okay are you doing good number two is uh, if you if you want to be a fool regarding listening number two is speak before you listen and speak more than you listen right come on right speak before you listen and speak more than you listen so some people really struggle with talking too much you know what I'm talking about I mean, this is the person, that, they're the one that they, you just, you can't get a word in, right? You're like talking and they're like, and they barely take a breath. And you're like, but, and, like, and they're like, no, but what I'm going to say is, and they're just like, can I get a word? In? No, wait, I'm going to say this one thing and I want to keep talking. And you're like, stop. Right? If you're in that room, in this room, sorry, I'm not trying to be mean to you. This is the word of God gave to me. I, I typed the sermon out Thursday. So this is the way it worked. Okay. So some people, uh, you, you know, they struggle because they're the ones that finished your sentence too. Right, I mean, we all do it, but I mean, every time. So I want to go to the store. No. I want to get to sleep. Later, but no. I want to, I want to tell you to stop talking, is what I want to say. You see, you know what I'm saying? That person that's got to finish every, they're the ones, and they're the ones, and some of you, you're maybe insecure, but silent. awkward, isn't it? Some of you that have to fill every void, like you can't, like you're driving in a car, you're in a class, and we got to keep talking, it, oh my goodness, dead air, oh my goodness, we're not a radio station. Life's not uh, Pandora, I mean, you, you, it's just, sometimes you need quiet, come on, right? But the person, that, that they, they just struggle, they can't, they, they talk too much, and, no offense, but this is the person that always gives their opinion, whether you ask for it or not. Well, uh, I know you're not asking for my opinion, but in my humble opinion, I didn't ask. Please stop, right? If if that's you, can I just be honest with you? We don't like that all the time. I mean, there are times when I will have, say, you know what? I better say something. And there's times I'm not going to say anything. And there's times when you ask or someone asks you and you give. But if you always have to tell them, well, well, if I were you, this is what I would do. Well, you're not me, and I'm not going to do that because I see what happens in your life. It's not always a my thing, right? So this is that person that can't... They just think that they have to give everyone their opinion. And so that's you. We love you. But please stop. Okay? (laughs) We do love you. All right? And here's what Proverbs says, 1019. Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. All right? And this is the NLT. It's being nice to you. Uh, Proverbs 17, 27 to 28. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint. And a man of understanding is even-tempered. Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. And this is attributed to Abraham Lincoln. I have the quote, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak out and remove all doubt. Right? I mean, so this is, a tr- I, I think Mark Twain has one that's similar to that. But the, if, if you struggle, that you always have to say something. you all, Sometimes, can I just be honest with you? You don't always have to say something. I don't always have to say something, right? Come on. Some of you, well, you're not wise enough, to understand. Maybe I'm not, but I'm just trying to be the servant of God today. Do you want to live? Then learn to listen more and speak less. Come on, amen? God's word is good. The second thing, this is going to help us in our life, our bosses, our families, our relationships with God. The second part of this is, speak before you listen, letter B is is reasons to restrain your mouth. Okay, so here's some reasons to restrain your mouth. Control the tongue protects you from impulsive speech. We've all just off the cuff, out of anger, out of rashness. We've just said something and then it's hurt. And you know, once words are spoken, they can't be taken back. Right, you can't, it's not like your video games where you guys think you're awesome because you keep dying or you keep failing and then you start again. This, in real life, there's no stop in a race. It's when you say words that you shouldn't have said or you just said something rashly, you just said it, it's done. And unfortunately, sometimes comes the consequences of some bad damage, right? We've all been there, right? But the fool can't help themselves. They just keep having to say things. And they, cause again, they are listening to their voice or one other voice and they think they're right. And what happens is, this will get us in trouble. Okay? So we, we've got to be careful. So here the next part is this, is, let me ask this question. How has talking before listening or thinking affected your marriage, your children, your friendships, and your career? How has talking before listening or thinking affected your marriage, your children, your friendships, and your career? Do you see some of us, it drives us crazy that when you're in a meeting and there's one person, they rarely say anything, and you're like, you're wondering if they're ever, and sometimes, sometimes they're just quiet, but sometimes they are the wisest person. And all of us, well, I think we should do that. And so sometimes we need to stop and say, okay, you've been quiet for a while. Tell us what we're missing. Give us your insight today. And I I would pray that all of us would begin wiser in God, that we're not just spouting stuff off without listening, without thinking, right? This is how families have been disintegrated. This is how wars have been started. This is how churches have been divided. Uh, Companies have failed because people have just gone off and spoken without thinking, without listening. Right? And if you're a salesperson, you need to listen to your customer, right? Come on, if you're a doctor, you need to listen. I mean, whatever, Lord. So all of us, I need to listen, you need to listen. So... Listen before we speak. Come on, amen? So so ask God, help us. Help us to restrain my thinking. Keep talking too much, and you know what? We'll be known as a fool. No one wants that, right? Restraint will prevent you from self-confident speech. So self-confident speech is this, okay? It's not like, well, I'm good at this and that. But self-confident speech is, is when a person loves to hear themselves talk. Or always has to give their opinion, I already talked about that, but i'm just i 'm just kind of reinforcing this in every matter. Um, have you met someone they know everything about everything you pastor i don 't i, I don 't I readily admit um, and, and if you 've ever met someone they know everything it 's like don't listen to them because only one person knows everything about everything. His name is God, and even the smartest person in the world still doesn 't know everything about everything. Come on, amen. And so you need to realize if that person, oh, here's what should I do. Here's what, and just, you know what, thank you. I'm, well, I'm maybe not going to listen, but thank you, right? Okay. So here's my question then. Because here's what the word says. Proverbs 18, 2. A fool finds no pleasure in understanding, but delights in airing his own opinions. I'll read it again. A fool finds no pleasure in understanding, but delights in airing his own opinions. If you always have to blurt out what's on your mind, you might be known as a fool. That's what the word of God says. Do you have a hard time listening to others? Do you think that everyone should always listen to you? Do you have to do you have a hard time engaging in real conversation because you are waiting for them to take a breath? So you can start. Right? Come on. God help us. God help me. Come on, amen. Then you might be known as a fool. The third thing, this is whoa, this is great. The third thing is if, if you want to be known as a fool, if, if you, you want to be a fool in regarding listening, the third is, listen to unwise counsel. Listen to unwise counsel. Proverbs 12:5. The plans of the righteous are just, but the advice of the wicked is deceitful. So the first one is this: is surround yourselves with yes men or yes people, yes women. I'm, I'm just I'm not trying to discriminate, but that's the concept. We say yes men, right? Um, you know, corporations sometimes churches, boards, businesses they'll get a bunch of yes people that just whatever the boss or CEO or pastor or president or, or dictator says, they just nod their heads because otherwise they know that they'll be in trouble. You see, when a fool finally decides they're going to listen to someone, it's going to be another person like them, who's just going to nod their head and say you're right. You're right. You're right. It's wrong to others, but you're right. Come on, this is so. So if you want to be known as a fool in regards to listening, then surround yourself with people that were just going to nod at everything that you say is right, and they're not going to. They're not going to push back. They're not going to disagree. Um, it will be a person that just simply tells them what they want to hear. And we live in a society. Come on, right? We just want to justify what we want to do, and we always want someone to validate what we do, wrong or right. Come on, it's true. And sometimes we need to is this the right thing to do and you talk to someone and they nah, yeah, maybe you should or absolutely but a fool doesn't get people that are going to give them pushback they're just going to say yeah that's right that's right just yeah be a jerk that's fine they don't understand you because you're right because I'm right you're right right and eventually those two are going to fight because there's only in their mind there's only one right person come on you got it right do you surround ourselves do we surround ourselves with people who tell us only what we want to hear because we don't want to hear what we really need to hear? Do we surround ourselves with people who would tell us what we want to hear because we really don't want to hear what we need to hear? If so, then you and I are in trouble. Or are there people in our lives that have the freedom to lovingly criticize or push back or to question some of the things that we're doing in our lives? I'm going to tell you this is a struggle for every human being to find someone that you would submit yourself to listen to them and say they can push back they can criticize constructively or they can ask you call you on the carpet was that really the right thing to do? should you really have said that? is this really the right path for you? not everyone but you need to find a few trusted people because again Proverbs 12.5 says that unwise counsel is deceitful because it, it will lead you into a path of destruction down the road. And that's what the devil wants for your life. He wants you to get off track. He wants you to think that you're the only wise person. And today, sadly, today we get a lot of bad counsel. Because, I mean, again, on the internet, I love the internet sometimes, but it's crazy too. There's lots of information out there, right? Every one of those sources is trying to tell you something, and they're trying to tell you they're right. And some are, some aren't. But you have to wade through that. And, and specifically, you know, I mean, there's... I love it. Like I said, there's ways to fix your car, your house... You know, maybe fix your marriage, fix relationships, uh, you know, but, but if you're, if you're not a medical doctor and someone says do this and the medical doctors say don't do this, be foolish to trust someone that's not a medical doctor. Just saying, right? We must check others' advice and here, here's the biggest thing. Cause I can be wrong with my advice. You can be wrong. We must check the advice against this word here, the bible well, well this is technical this is a, this is how I'm going to do my i t. well then you need to check it with the i t Bible whatever that is okay uh, but in relationships and with people then then we must check out people's advice because you're going you're going to get advice from family friends and I, I think about in the scripture where one of the one of the king's sons. Uh, the king told him to do this and he didn't listen to the king and he listened to his younger friends. He said, oh, you old people are stupid. They don't want to do it. And he got himself into big trouble. You can look, is it Jeroboam? Rehoboam? one of those two. One of the bones okay? You can look it up, okay? Proverbs fourteen seven: stay away from a foolish man for you will not find knowledge on his lips. So how do you know if someone's foolish? Well, you got to pray for God to give you discernment. Wisdom is also listening to know whether it's right or wrong. Are you good? Alright, here's the here's the third this, the second part of this of, of the third thing. Is listen to unwise counsel. And this is gonna be some of you this might sound like contradiction. Some of you are like, wait a minute, what? Is receive ungodly counsel from Christians. Receive ungodly counsel from Christians. I know this sounds like a contradictive statement, but sometimes people who call themselves Christians give you ungodly advice. Sometimes people who are Christians, really Christians, give us not-so-godly advice. Oh, you should leave that marriage because he doesn't spend time. You, no, first you should work on the marriage. You know, fight for the marriage. Not, you know. And so, I mean, there's lots of crazy things. And so, I don't know how many times, as a Christian, as a pastor, I've heard people just say things, and think that's not even biblical, but they just wanted to say it because they thought it was nice. Or because it's their opinion or it's the way they grew up. And, and that's fine, but it's not always right. And so I don't know how many times as a pastor and I hear people say, oh, they should get married so they're so cute, but they are not compatible, right? Oh, they're so cute together. That doesn't prove that they're going to be loving with one another. Because when you get married, then you find out the faults, right? Come on. You find out things about that you're... Because when, when you're dating, you always put the best up, Right? You, I mean, you open the door for the lady or the lady opens the door for the man. I mean, it's equal opportunity today, right? Uh, you know, so I, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, you, you always put the best foot forward. when your are Everything's perfect. And then I always say with a young couple, you need to meet their parents, see how they react to each other. And then you need to see how they treat their parents. And now sometimes it's fake too. Like, oh, I you know, all the fake love. And then, you know, you're not really seeing the arguing in fact uh, I counseled a couple people I counseled this I remember I was talking to this young guy and he wanted to he wanted to marry this woman and she had raging anger I mean she was I think he ended up not marrying her he finally realized but he said I'm so in love I was thinking, but this is what you're going to get and worse actually because once you get married then it's like all you know gloves off come on boy I'm going to teach you some lessons and and sadly I've seen people that, that, that like oh I just love them and I'm going to change them what you see, God can change them. But the fool thinks, I can change them. No, you can't change them because you need to be changed as well. I love you. I'm just sharing my... And I told you this, but one, one lady had been visiting our church in Utah and she had met this guy. He just got out of jail and had a long criminal list. And she said, "Well, I think it's, he, he's cute. Everyone thinks we're going to be cute together. I said, that is the worst thing you want to do. You don't even know the man, number one. But just because a couple of friends said he's cute and you guys are cute together, and she didn't listen. It's sad. I don't I don't know where she's at today. I hope she learned a lesson. But just because they don't think it's right doesn't always make it right. Come on, amen. And so you you and I, we even sometimes Christians you know if it's ungodly again if it's it's against the law then i mean against god's laws then you should probably not listen to it because i have found that people who call themselves christians sometimes they love to follow god's word when it's good for them but they don't want to follow god's word when it's not so good for them right they want some of god's counsel but not all of god's counsel and i'm not here saying you because we're we all make mistakes come on amen we've all given bad advice sometimes ungodly advice But I'm just trying to say God is trying to help us out today. Because, and sadly, here's the crazy. And I know I'm not supposed to mention. I try not to mention this, but on social media, oh my God, people just throw their advice out all the time, right? And then they'll put a Christian meme on, and a scripture, and a cross. Oh, must be godly. No, it's not always godly. It's not always right. You know, God helps those who help themselves. That's not even scriptural. But a lot of people think that's true. Thomas Jefferson said that, right? Or Ben Franklin. One of those two. Next time I talk to them, I'll ask them which one told me. Do you really listen to true wisdom from God or others? Are you truly reading your Bible? Are you truly listening it during sermon time? I know we're tired, we're weary, you know, I know that, but I, I, I pray that what I give you is from God and not stand else. And I do, I foolishly say things or I, I say things that maybe, you know, whatever but I pray that God helps you helps me come on amen so here, here's the proof now okay here, here's the last part of this is is if you want to be a fool then, then you're going to just do those, those things that I talked about okay you're, gonna, you're not going to listen to other people you're going to think you're the wisest voice you, you are you're going to always just not want to hear other people tell you the truth and you're going to surround yourself with people that are just like you and that's not always bad all the time but sometimes you and I need to listen to outside... I mean, we look at governments, we look at CEOs, we've looked at them where they have not listened to the advice of everyone in the room, and it's gotten them into big trouble. Come on, hey, amen. You want less heartache, you want less trouble? Then be willing to listen to the voice of other people sometimes. Now, don't just be an againer, right? You know what I'm talking about? Out west, and maybe down south, be the, the a They're against everything. Don't be that person just to be against someone, just to be a, a pain. Because can I be honest with you, no one likes you as well. So, I mean, if you just if you just I just want to be against you just to be against you, that's not biblical. Do you understand what I'm saying? Some of us are wired. I mean, like, you know, like uh like for instance, I mean, if you grew up in Washington, D.C., I mean, you if you're a Christian, I guess, you should love the the football team here. What's their team naming? Uh the Redskins. Well, I'm a cowboy fan. Did you are you from Dallas? No, I grew up here in DC. What? why are you a coward well because i'm against the the redskins why because i'm just against then you have a problem (laughs) i'm serious you have people who work like that right there well this will be great for our company this well i'm against it why because i just want to be against it but we're gonna bend. well i'm just against it can i be honest with you no one likes that person just because you want to be against someone just for this that's not biblical now, if you're like, wait a minute, I don't think this is the right plan or this is the best thing. Here's why, here's why I don't like the Redskins because they did this, this, and this. You know, I, and I'm, I'm with you, Pastor. I'm a Broncos fan because that's God's football team. So, and that's fine. You can always convert over to God's team, but you should still support the local team. All right, I'm, I'm off a little bit, but I just want to talk about just don't be the fool either. Amen? So here, because here it is. Okay, here's where now, here's where it really is today. Because you and I can say we listen all we want. We can not, and so we can listen to an opposing voice. We can listen to someone. You know what? I Me mean, right. And we can listen and nod your head and say, "Thank you, I appreciate that." You know, I'm listening. But here's how do we know we're really listening? Well, here we go. Your actions show who or what you're listening to. Right? Come on, really. Your actions show who or what you're listening to. So, so letter A. Real listening is followed by what? Doing. Real listening is followed by doing. James 1:19, my dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick what? To listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. Be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to be angry. Then James 1:22 through 27, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves what does it say? Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Verse 25, But the man who looks into, intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this not forgetting what is, he has heard but doing it, listen to this, by doing it he will be blessed in what he does. And if anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Come on, this is the Word of God. This is confronting all of us. Christians, we should have Christ-like actions and attitudes. I know we get burned. I know the people, I know in the church sometimes bad things happen, but Lord, help us to have Christ-like actions. Help us to have attitudes. Let us listen to the Word and what? Do the Word. This is where the old American saying, where the rubber meets the road. Maybe it's English, but we Americans, we took it, so we own it, right? This is where your faith is real, is you're really listening to the word, you're really listening to others' advice, and you're now doing it. You're doing it. Your lifestyle and your words are going to prove whether you're doing it or not. You can tell your wife all all you want, your husband, I'm going to change, I'm going to change, but they don't see change they know it. You can tell your mom and dad, I'm going to change, I'm going to change. Them. You can tell your boss, oh, I'm going to change. Pastor, I'm going to change. Tell, I can tell you oh, I'm going to change, but if I don't do it, you see it. Right? So the next thing is this. So your actions prove who you're listening to. The fourth thing is this, and here's, here's the word of God. Listen to the way, the truth, and the life. Listen to the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said in John, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the way. He's not a way. He's the way. Jesus is the truth and He is the life. So if you go to Jesus, you are not going to fail. Listen to Him. Obey Him. Have a relationship with Him. Okay, amen. John 14, 21. Here's what Jesus says. Whoever has my commands and what obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. We need Jesus, and we need the church. Come on, this is the area we're talking about. We need each other. I know in this crazy. Do you remember this? And I saw this, and I'm not going to share because, I, I apologize for the American Idol video. And I forgot that word was in there—that Hades word. Um, you know, the English use that word freely. Americans, some of you don't but there's this crazy video about and and it talks about where like back in the day people would come knocking I kind of talked about this morning in, in the membership class they used to come knocking on your door and you're like ding dong and you would like jump up from the couch you'd run everyone would run through oh good visitors come on in you'd have like food or something for them and nowadays like someone rings over like who is that <laughs> call security everybody down right come on shh, shh. someone muzzled the dog right I mean, we we our culture is pushing us farther away from it. And that's the design of the devil. And we need, so you know what? I mean, yes, I don't need to have something in my house every day. I don't need to open the door to everybody, but I need to be open to other people more often. Because when we cocoon, we listen to voices that are not always from God. We need each other. And I know you're busy. I know life around here is crazy, but but we need each other. Come on, amen. The church, there are all kinds of people. And there are all kinds of people that get on your nerves too, right? Because I get on your nerves. But we're going to mature by actively being involved with each other. Actively working. Now, you can't listen to everyone in the church, and you shouldn't, but you should listen to a few people that are close to you. Not only like-minded, but just there to help you out. Come on, amen. Would you stand with me this morning? Worship team, would you come this morning? You see, the the Bible is very clear. Not growing in Christ-like means that we're not listening to God and others. And Proverbs is very clear. It says that associating with foolish people can make us foolish. Associating with godly people can make us godly. And I mentioned this earlier, just break free of the, all I need is just me and Jesus. Yes, you need Jesus, but you also Jesus said, you are part of the body and each one is part of it. You are part of the body. You need the body. Come on, hey, amen. I need the body. I need you to speak. I, I want to speak. I need you to speak to me as well. We need each other. Pastor Aiken says this. This is He said this. This is a good question. Ask yourself this. In, in tough situations, who is the godliest person I know and what would they think about what I'm doing? Or what would they think about what I need? Who is the godliest person I know? And what would they think about this? And maybe even go to that person and say, listen, can can you give me some wisdom? Hey, I'm listening. And, and if if then if you listen to them, maybe listen to another person to say, I know you're going to have a different perspective. I'd see to hear some other perspectives. Because the Bible says there is wisdom in the counsel of other people. Amen? So my question is this, are you and I, really listening to God this morning? Are we listening to the voice of God, to the word of God, to the preacher? Are we listening to your spouse, your children, your co-workers? Are you listening to the brothers and sisters that are near your life and they're trying to speak into your life? Because God wants you to have life. Come on, amen? The devil wants you to be self-deceived. Don't be that person on American Idol who thinks they can do their own thing. Don't be self-deceived because that's what the devil wants. Father we need the word of God. Yes, we need you Jesus because you're the way the truth and life, but we also need each other. We need the body. And I know, Lord, this this church we struggle because we're all busy, we're all doing our things, and we we need to focus on yes, that's fine too, but we also need to spend time with each other. We need to be there with each other. We need to hear from each other. We need to speak. And we each of us need to find a couple godly people who we will allow to speak truth into our lives. And so, Lord, the way that we know that we're listening is by what we'll be doing. So today, Lord, I, I really don't know exactly how to close this. I had some things written down. I, I, and I want to have an altar time for us to open up to God. But, Father, today I, I want to speak now because your word says here that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. And no one life and no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. And that one of the biggest struggles that we have in life is not accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. And thinking that we can go our own way, doing our own things without Jesus. And really, in the reality is that, that really can't happen. We need Jesus. We need to make him the savior, the boss of our lives. And Father, maybe this morning you're speaking to a, a person or a couple people in this room that need to make Jesus the Lord of their lives. They need to accept Him as their King. And it's clearly said that, again, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way to the Father is through Jesus. And so maybe this morning you're speaking to them. So with all your eyes closed, your heads bowed, just, just for the privacy of those around you right now, with your, again, eyes closed, heads bowed. And Jesus is calling you. He's Holy Spirit's wooing you and trying to bring you to to a place of where you need to accept Jesus as your Lord, your Savior, your King. You see, you know, Pastor Stan, that's me. I'm ready to receive Jesus as my Savior. Would you just quickly raise your hand and say, this is me, Pastor Stan. I need Jesus as my Savior. I want to accept Him today. I want Him to be the Lord of my life today. I've never done it. I want to do it right now. Okay. Any other hands? I see one. So here's what I want to do. Everyone just still, eyes closed, heads bowed. Everyone, please pray after me. Dear Lord Jesus... I recognize that you love me with an everlasting love. And I recognize that I need you. I need you to be the king of my heart and of my life. And I recognize that I have sinned by doing my own thing. And I confess it. I accept your salvation. I accept... Your forgiveness. Wash me with your blood. Fill me with your spirit. I am yours. Thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you.